today. Joe Biden admits that the eviction moratorium is unconstitutional and then go ahead, goes ahead and reinstates it anyway. Also, beware of the new Lambda variant of COVID. It is definitely going to be a killer. More on that. And uh, also more Democratic governors come out and tell Andrew Cuomo to resign. But will he? We've got a lot more coming up and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Today, I am so excited. We have a full table, and it is such a joy. Anytime I have a full table, three people with me today, and quite a lineup we have here. We've got uh, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West back in the House, of course, former congressman and also gubernatorial candidate for Texas. Recently announced, I think last time you were on the show, you were not you had not announced yet. It was a good secret. Yeah. Well, here you are. So uh, you know what? We got to get Abbott out of there. So let's talk. Let's talk about that later. Actually, if we have (laughs) let's talk about that later if we have a chance, because that is. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm, don't get me started. I'm going to go off all program and not talk about the headlines of the day if I get started on the stupid crap that Greg Abbott is doing in this state and pretending like he didn't just uh, do all of these unconstitutional things last year. Uh, Yakubuyan's also Blaze TV contributor, host of the Yakubuyan's show in the house, and of course Blaze TV's Elijah Schaefer, who hosts slightly offensive and also has just recently announced. He has a new show coming out with Sydney Watson. It is called You Are Here, and uh, everyone can go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, you're very famous. Uh, on my show, I have a curse. I keep doing episodes by myself, and they don't do very well. Then I bring Sarah on, and they just <laughs> the numbers are so high, they don't even know what to do with them. So she, she's Miss Bla- she's Miss Blaze. It, it's <laughs> not. It's not. No. It's, it's her not. edgier side. She comes on, and I pick the most side. uncomfortable, edgy topics. He does. And we it see a side of Sarah is. we have never seen on the show before. And then you'll that's see a different is. Sarah when she goes in with Prather. It's like yeah. it's like which Sarah do you get today? That's what it is. Well, I try to be buttoned up for all of these nice. Christian conservative viewers out there who uh, I don't want to offend. But uh, so let's get to the headlines of the day, which let me start with President Biden, who, um, you know, as I'm sure it's going to come as no surprise to you guys that he reversed himself, reversed course, uh, reinstated a ban on evicting renters who are behind on rent payments, um, despite the obvious unconstitutionality and legal challenges to this. Let's listen to Joe Biden himself uh, talk about the eviction moratorium. Watch. I've sought out constitutional scholars to determine what is the best possibility that would come from executive action or the CDC's judgment. What could they do that was most likely to pass muster constitutionally? The bulk of the constitutional scholarship says that it's not likely to pass constitutional muster. Number one, but there are several key scholars who think that it may and it's worth the effort. But the present, you could not, the courts already ruled on the present eviction moratorium. So I think what you're going to see, and I look, I want to make it clear. I told you I would not tell the Justice Department or the medical experts, the scientists what they should say or do. So I don't want to get ahead. The CDC has to make this. I asked the CDC to go back 
and consider other options that may be available to them. You're going to hear from them what those other options are. I have been informed they're about to make a judgment as to potential other options. Whether that option will pass constitutional measure with this administration, <laughs> I can't tell you. Who's to say? I don't know. <laughs> Who's to say, really? Constitution, it's just this little dusty book. You don't really need to get it out or read it, anything. He, by the way, he later goes on in that clip to say he hopes it will give some additional time to give out rental assistant funds. Now, of course, the day before that, he had clearly, yes, he had <laughs> clearly course. said yeah. uh, that the CDC lacked the authority to be able to extend uh, all of this. By the way, this is something that has been in place since September. So we're coming up on an entire year of not allowing landlords to collect their rent, people living literally rent-free uh, in these places. And now here you have it. Um, he, you know, for whatever reason, I guess because at the end of the day they don't believe in the Constitution, uh, decided, no, this is totally fine. Let's just uh, allow people to get out of paying rent. Why should they have to pay to live? Well, Colonel? see, the first thing is that the Center for Disease Control, this is not a legislative body. Yeah. They do not right. make policy. They That's make right. recommendations. So we've gotten out of control there. But I guess I don't need to pay my taxes to the federal government anymore. I, I mean, it's a great point. It's, you know, so why should I have to do that? Yeah. But this is a complete violation of the free market system because basically what you're saying is you have a contractual obligation and an agreement then the CDC or the federal government can say, well, you know what, we'll pick the winners and the losers and you don't have to do this, you don't have to pay. So what happens to the people that are out there, the renters? Mm -hmm. So I guess, Yako, we don't need to pay our mortgage anymore. And and. You know, we all knew that bubble was going to burst because they had, there was a run. There was a time period where you had this grace period where the government was printing money. And this is another method just to print money. Mm -hmm. And they're going to continue to do this. They will ride the COVID train into the sunset as long as they can mm -hmm. to grow government, print money. But it was time to pay up. And so remember one thing, Sarah, many, if not most, of your renters of small homes are small business owners yes, who have yes. a second home yes. that they're renting. So they're carrying more, they've been carrying mortgages now. They don't get to tell the bank, sorry, um, I'm just doing nothing here. And so somebody pays, always. Mm -hmm. I mean, this whole thing about a free lunch is what they want to kick it down. They can, we'll just print money. We'll send you a check in the mail. No worry. You know, no, it's a really, really big problem. And so at some point, we're going to have to take this stance of saying, fine, if you're going to be irresponsible as a federal government, we're not going to pay taxes. We're going to turn the spigot off on you. Yeah. Now, that's radical. But these are radical times. I think we need to start sending that message to the Hill and say, OK, remember who you get money from? Because you don't actually sell any goods, mm. right? You collect taxes. Yeah. And we say no, no yeah. more, no more printing money. Elijah, do you also see this as uh, more insidious, just kind of trying to create within the culture uh, that they have to rely on the government to, you know, make sure that they have their living spaces that they I mean, it just feels a lot like it goes with the Great Reset, uh, you know, creating yes, this culture wow. of dependence, creating this mm -hmm. culture where, uh, you know, big daddy government has to give you your allotted, you know, your your room, your board, your food, Allowance. your everything. And and you have to rely on them to, to tell you what to do. Well, yeah, I mean, we've lost the nature of independence in our country. I was just watching a documentary of a, a Chinese billionaire who bought a um, manufacturing plant. And he said, 
you know, it's so crazy to see that the American work, work ethic is so much less than the Chinese work ethic mm-hmm. and that people don't work hard. What happened to that? And I go, well, yeah. we used to have a work ethic. We used to have standards. We used to fear God and people took care of themselves, their families, and we were self-reliant. But as we've moved, the government's gotten larger. As we've abandoned God, people are looking for someone to take care of them as the structure of the family has broken down. Mm-hmm. People don't have fathers to help them to buy their first house, to get out of debt, etc. So people are just stuck saying, well, who's going to help me? And they're going, I guess it's the government. And the government is realizing that at this point in time, which is actually scaring me genuinely, Mm. and I'm not trying to be a fear monger, but when the government acknowledges we are violating the tenure of our law and we are going against the founding documents, we we realize that, but we we believe we're at a point in history where we now no longer have to respect those documents. Mm -hmm. So I go... I don't want to overblow this specific topic, but they're using this, I believe, to test saying, well, if we could get away with this, mm-hmm. now I'm wondering what else are they going to try to get away but, with? But you have to look at the man on the street and say, how does it really impact? So I'll give you an example. I just pulled my phone out. I'm in Bucky's yesterday. This beautiful place we have in Love Texas. Bucky's. Okay, mm-hmm. Bucky's. So this, I'll show you so you can verify. So I walk in at Bucky's. Minimum, minimum employment entry, $15 to $19 an hour. Food service, 17 to 19 Team lead, 17 to 21 mm-hmm. Department lead, 22 to 32 Three weeks, paid leave, 401k, and health insurance, okay? That's some really good pay for Bucky's, mm-hmm. right? I'm at the cash register. I take a picture. The kid, who's 21, at the cash register, because I asked him, said, oh, no, 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 no. You don't want to send anybody here. This is a terrible job. No, and I'd be like, shut your mouth. <laughs> You're starting at seventeen dollars an hour. You're just you're in college. You're yeah. working. You, well, if they so preach to them, show, they deserve a, libo, a livable shows, wage. It they shows you housing. how this trickles down. It mm-hmm. is a mindset that has eroded pride from our culture. Pride of a father going to work in the morning, saying, "I'm going to work, son. Dad, could, they should pay you more. It doesn't matter. I'm going to button up and go to work. I'm going to instill values in this family. That's gone. It's now Uncle Sam will take care of us." Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you see happening is the the government is coming in and replacing every aspect of our society. You know, when I was born in 1961, two-parent household in the black community was between 75 to 77 percent. Johnson comes along, great society programs. We're going to give a check to a woman who has a child out of wedding. Lot, no matter how many children she has out of wedlock, but she can't have a working man in the home. So, boop, you replace the father in the home. Now you see that the government is coming and saying, you don't need to have renters. We'll be the guys that, that can pay your rent, and we'll take care of that. Boop. So you get rid of the renters. And now we will pay you to stay at home and not even go to work. Mm. So what are we doing? We are setting up, as you just talked about, the welfare nanny state on steroids, and that's the basis of a socialist economic system. Yeah, you will own nothing, and you will be happy about it. Uh, Speaking of unconstitutionality and, you know, the topic of, I don't know, constitution, federalism, things like that. Uh, Joe Biden attacked Florida GOP Governor Ron DeSantis and Texas Governor Greg Abbott, uh, ranting that they are not willing to do the right thing to defeat this pandemic. Those bastard Neanderthals over there with their Neanderthal thinking and all the debt. Well, there's not a bunch of deaths, but the, but the Neanderthal thinking and stuff. Here is Joe Biden on uh, needing these governors to get out of the way. Watch. If some governors aren't willing to do the right thing to beat this pandemic, then they should allow businesses, universities who want to do the right thing to be able to do it. I say to these governors, please help. But if you aren't going to help, at least get out of the way of the people who are trying to do the right thing. Use your power to save lives. Mm. 
What I'm hearing from him, correct me if I'm wrong, Colonel, what I'm hearing from him is you have to fall in line because when you don't, you will be showing the rest of America that we have been fooling them this entire time. Absolutely. But the bottom line is this. We should have told Joe Biden, if you're not going to secure our borders, you get out of the way. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's why we have this problem right now. This yeah. isn't talking about Constitution. The federal government has a constitutional duty and responsibility to protect the sovereignty of the United States of America and a state that has a 1,254-mile border with a failed state. But they're not doing that. They're basically saying, we're not going to deport, we're not going to arrest, we're not going to detain, we're just getting folks and releasing them all over the country, and we're not testing them for COVID, we're not giving them any vaccines, so he's the one that should be getting out of the way. Yeah. It's like favored nation treatment for illegals, and we know Chad, a friend of Chad, Prather, had to stay out of the country at yes. Armed Garden, could get in as an American citizen because he had COVID. So treating the citizens poorly, right. but building a voter class, because it's coming, the midterms are coming. And, I feel and, like you guys could just show and, him some some whole well, in the border where he could just well, walk what, across easily no come right back. Well, they're mm-hmm. coming from over 100 countries around the world mm-hmm. anyway. But, but, but here's the deal. Something pivotal that they keep repeating that he said is do the right thing. Who decides what's right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who says what you want to do is the right thing? President use, Biden. Use your power you know, use to your power. save lives. I say this. It is time. And, and we've had this conversation and I'm very thankful for you. Kick the Fed out of Texas. I agree. Yeah. No, and I, and I believe that. And I want to say this wholeheartedly because people have tried to resurface tweets of mine to try to, you know, tie me into the insurrection worst event, worse than the, oh, the blowing up right. of the Death Star yeah. on January 6th. Um, <laughs> that they try to say, oh, he's an insurrectionist because he tweets about secession. And I go, no, I just want to live in a, in a land where the rule of law is respected. Mm-hmm. And just like you wanted, you know, the, everyone to be held accountable for the insurrection, this is what shows that we're living under a regime and no longer That's under right. a government because you say, well, how come they wouldn't respect the rule of law of the government? Well, if the government that they're disrespecting doesn't respect the rule of law, yeah. why would the people not think they can follow suit when for a year you allow people to riot and to loot and for chaos to happen then you set the precedent that the government no longer cares about the severity of riots and we for a year say these are severe they should not be rioting it's not a good way to approach things and then people do it if your politics are wrong then you're under the law and this is what we're what's happening now is we're seeing a political divide where the law only applies to one group of people and the other group specifically the democrats don't even take time to change the law they're lawmakers they don't need to change it they say why waste time trying to come to quorum or trying to come to an understanding in uh, you know, the chamber when we can literally just steamroll through whatever, we can do whatever, and no one can stop us. And when you see that Biden has his attorney general sue Texas yeah. for us trying to get control of the sovereignty of our own borders when the federal government failed us, I believe like what Abbott said and what our attorney general said, it's like, we are like a lost colony that has been left behind by the government and they don't care. And I think it's about damn time and I'm not saying through violence. I don't want anything like that. No. That if no, we the have, federal we have government won't respect it. Yeah, if they won't respect it, yeah, we yeah. will. I, I want to get your thoughts on that, Colonel, mm-hmm. because well you're said. obviously running for governor. Mm-hmm. So what, what are your thoughts on what Elijah was just saying? It's very simple. You just send a note to the federal government saying, since you have abdicated your constitutional duty and responsibility, we're taking it over. We're going to put our full National Guard on the border. Sure. We're going to you know, arrest, detain, and deport people. Mm-hmm. We're going to go after the cartels. We're going to designate them as a narco-criminal terrorist organization. We're going to go after their resources and their financing. No one is going to come into Texas and get any taxpayer funded benefits. If you don't like it, that's fine. But if you're not going to do something about it, get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. You know what happens when you do that? I guarantee you Arizona follows suit because yes. they're going to go into Arizona. Yes. And now Cali is on their own.
Right. Now you're going to have all this flooding into Cali. Which is why Joe Biden is saying, get in line, guys. I can't have you making me look bad here. Not with California, not with my people. Right, right. Right. The president says that, by the way, to governors. Oh, the whole point of the governor is because they're looking out for their state and they're doing, they're looking out for their constituents. It's a violation of of everything our country Tenth Amendment, federalism, the whole nine yards. But if you don't have strong gubernatorial leadership, then you get steamrolled. And that's what we see happening in Texas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So uh, most of you out there, you have a home. If if you own a home, well, by the year 2030, you won't own anything and you'll be really happy about it. But for now, you do own a home and you're putting a lot of equity into your home, probably, you know, maybe 50,000, 100,000, maybe more. But cybercrime experts are alerting homeowners that the more equity that you have in your home, the greater the chance that criminals will come after you. Here's the crime. It's called home title theft. It is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Uh, but actually, Home Title Lock is America's leader in home title protection, and they are alerting homeowners they could be a victim and not know it. So what happens is that cyber thieves go online, they search a bunch of public databases for high equity homes. They can pull your home's online title because everything's on the internet now. They can forge your signature stating you sold your home and then take out loans using your equity. Uh, by the way, there's no insurance or bank or common identity theft program that protects you, but Home Title Lock does. All right, so protect your most valuable asset. Register your address. Do this. Register your address to see if you're already a victim. You will receive a complete title history of your home that is $100 value for free if you go to HomeTitleLock.com. That is HomeTitleLock.com. This is cute. The uh, Utah governor, Spencer Cox, who is a Republican, uh, recently he rebuffed the the new CDC guidelines. We've covered it on the show, how they are now telling vaccinated people to wear masks to combat the spread of the Delta variant. Because, you know, I mean, you need to get vaccinated. Um, But also, if you get vaccinated, you still need to wear a mask because you still could spread it and also get it. But but listen, don't pay attention to any of the crazy uh, hypocritical nature of the argument. Just listen to the Utah governor here who is saying, look, I'm not real excited. Uh, I'm not real excited to uh, sacrifice to protect someone who doesn't really seem to care. I don't want to protect those nasty, unvaccinated people. Watch. The CDC is asking all of you who are vaccinated uh, to take one for the team once again to protect people who are not vaccinated, but who have the opportunity to do so. That's a also, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that the Venn diagram of people who um, are vaccinated or unvaccinated and willing to wear a mask is very, very slim, if at all. And so I'm grateful that there are people who are willing to sacrifice and wear masks again to protect the unvaccinated. I got to be honest with you. I don't know if I'm one of those people. Um, I'm really tired. I'm really done with it. And uh, I, I'm not real excited to have to sacrifice um, to protect someone who doesn't seem to care. Uh, I feel like I speak for all of the unvaccinated people when I say nobody freaking asked you to protect us. It's true. But I just would like to just know. <laughs> These are the people in the middle of the What do I know? What do I know? What do I know? So Philippa writes a note into the entertainment community. She's an amazing writer. She's a really, I mean, we, we, as men, we know we marry up. Yep. And so someone writes to her who has known us for years. 
Why did you go save a life and make a mask? I'm like, you crochet, <laughs> make a mask. <laughs> you go crochet a mask. This is the mentality. It's a sickness. It's, it's just, I mean, we're just showing mental illness. Per- we're showing mental it's illness. It's called personal responsibility. The vaccine is available to everyone. If you want to go get it, go get it. If you don't, great. It's on you. I am well aware. I have read the statistics. I have read the data. I am well aware mm-hmm. that if I get sick with this and I somehow end up in the hospital, that is on me. I've looked at the numbers and I am very comfortable with taking that risk because it is a very small risk for me in particular. What happened to the idea of personal responsibility? Well, if you have personal responsibility, then you cannot have big government. And that's the big issue. But what is so interesting, you know, the left, when it comes to murdering an unborn child, they always say my body, my choice. Yeah, but now for some odd reason, it's not your body. Literally, only your body. Yeah, Yeah. it's not your choice. It's amazing that that comes about. So why couldn't it be that if it's my body, don't I have the choice to take hydroxychloroquine? Right. Don't I have the choice to take ivermectin? Right. Right. Right to try. Right to try. But they're taking away those choices. You must do this thing that we are saying is not fully, you know, proven through the FDA. But you will take this thing. And if it's a vaccine, first of all, vaccines are meant for diseases and not meant for just a simple virus, which continues to mutate. And so whatever you took before is not going to take care of the next thing. I think that I will just mandate you guys. That everyone wakes up with me at five o'clock in the morning, six days out of the week, and you will run three to four miles. You, you will go. do push-ups. You will do crunches. I will mandate what you eat uh, so that you don't have to worry about getting sick because that's, I think, what I should do. That, but that's what gets me is that there's been no conversation from any United States official this entire time on the fact that we have a population that is sick and unhealthy and dependent on, yes, and dependent on medications. No wonder you, it you went need the job the to go. Population. You need the jab to go to the gym now starting in September right. in, in New York. And this is what's crazy is, is I got really sick from COVID last year, mm-hmm. but I have serious lung issues. I had mm-hmm. whooping cough and scarlet fever at the same time. I was on breathing tubes when I was a kid and on machines, mm-hmm. and I had lung damage, right? I had scar mm-hmm. tissue, so it, it did affect me, but I didn't die. Apparently, I'm still here. Um, but but, no. the, but the, I know, I know, you, you, you can believe anything, you know? So I didn't die. But but the point is, is that going forward is like, I realized that for my own personal health, like I need to get healthy. And I realized in January yeah. that I was getting pretty chunky. And so far, I've lost like 27 pounds since January. And you look and great. Thank you. I mean, I can yeah. still lose like 10 more. No, but, no, but, but it has an effect, right? right and I'm going to say this. And I'm going to tell people this. Take control I didn't of your know, own health. Because I, 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 I didn't even realize when I was gaining weight that I was. I was just busy. It was a hectic mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm that I didn't realize how much better I feel every morning, Absolutely. the energy that I have, the, the, the ability, there was even a sickness that I got from my niece and my dad who doesn't exercise and is not healthy, he's still suffering from the cough, still suffering from the sickness and I was able to kick it like th- two weeks shorter than he was and he's still going through it and he said, I'm not healthy right now, that if you take care of your body, if you, if you run, if you lift weights, if you eat whole foods, if you drink a lot of water, you will feel good and you have never heard that message one time. Nope. through this pandemic nope. is that hey be healthy mm-hmm. be 
be whole as a person. It's all about eat a cheeseburger, get a jab, yeah. and you go, yeah. what the hell kind of messaging is that? <laughs> right, and by the way, don't take control of your own health. It's yeah. everyone right. else's responsibility yeah. around you to protect you. No, jab, Sarah, because yeah. no, because I'll say this. They want people to die, okay? They want to call the nation, and this is everything. You could go back to Margaret Sanger. The whole play is about, hey, how do we decide who gets to live and who gets to die? This, that, that's the true Hitler syndrome. But right, there is a God, whether people believe it or not, and He mm -hmm. created us, okay? And in your body, there's healing qualities. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about Jesus, not the God, the basketball, or the light bulb, or whatever they want to make Him. There's healing qualities in your body that's dormant, and you have to activate them. And you activate them chemically, internally. You do things. You go work out. Things happen in your body. You eat differently. You are what you eat, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody's talking about this. And, and I'm saying, where are the doctors? Where They don't want to go out on a limb. And I'm saying, go out on a limb. That's why I said last week, you want to go after somebody, go after Coca-Cola for yeah. creating the obesity <laughs> effect. And I mean, go after them. Right. Blaming right. them for killing people. You I, know? Mean, I, mean, I mean, or blame is, the people consuming the products yeah, and yeah. allowing themselves to be unhealthy. Uh, all right. We've only got a couple minutes left before we have to go to break. But I do want to bring this up, the, the new Lambda variant. All right, because I, you guys may not know this. It's going to be every Greek alphabet. Yes, that's we're going to get what's, Omega, what's his, what's the Omicron, Zeta? the gamma, the gamma Zeta? ray. Are you going to get the gamma yeah. ray? Yeah, yeah I it's mean, going to be like you in a sorority mm -hmm. or a fraternity. I mean, so truly, start wearing so, the shirt with the with alpha, the alpha epsilon, Phi yeah. beta, yes. kappa beta, virus. Yeah. Oh, you no. got the delta variant? Like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I got Omega. I got Omega. I got kappa. So there was a Newsweek tweet that I saw that came out that says, like the delta variant, Lambda is highly infectious and thought to be more resistant to vaccines. Yeah. Of course, the left's answer to this will be more vaccine passports, more people vaccinated, even though uh, this data suggests that, again, it's thought to be more resistant. Can I to ask vaccines. the dumb question? Please. I, I, I'm not real smart. I'm from down south. I, I used to jump out of airplanes. Whatever happened to the flu season? Oh, yeah. No. It's a great question. It's, it's, bigger, a, it's bigger brother told him, I'm occupying now. You go, you just go a take a vacation. It's a great question. And, well, and by the way, now we're hearing later uh, that the, C, what was it, the CDC or the yeah. FDA who's coming out and recommending that people use PCR tests that actually differentiate between the flu and COVID. Because it didn't differentiate. Like, yeah. Oh, so we haven't been doing that the whole time. It's been flu oh, the whole time. Okay, it all makes sense. Remember, I told you, yeah. I've, when I had COVID, I went through it, right? Every flu I've had was worse than COVID. But here's the Agreed. deal. That, that, every flu yeah. I've had was worse. But here's the deal I never told people. You don't even know this. As an immigrant, you come in. When, and those of you watching when you're immigrant, you get vaccinated as an immigrant. I don't know if you know this, but you get vaccinated. Unless okay? you come through the southern border. Unless you come through the southern <laughs> yes, border with no paper. So I come in here. I came in 2001, mm -hmm. okay, three weeks after 9-11. They vaccinate me. They lose my records. Okay? Oh, no. No, this is a fact. No. This is why I will stab the doctor if they come with the vaccine to me. They there lose my records. They vaccinate me twice and threaten me with my citizenship okay, to get citizenship. In 10 days, they vaccinate me twice. I end up in the ER. No. No, in fact, I was in the ER for three days. So this is why, people, my kids are not vaccinated, nor will they ever be vaccinated. From that day on, I promised myself that nobody sticks a needle in my arm unless it's me, myself, and I did stick. So it's a zero for me. So I have tasted this thing twice in 10 days ER. So no, thank you. No, thank you. Wow. No. All right. We, I want to hear more about that. We got to go to break, though, right now. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So, uh, you guys, if you are giving your money still to these big name 
wireless carriers, what you're doing is you are letting them, you're working very hard, you believe in these conservative causes, you do things like watch Blaze TV, and you fight for these causes, but you're giving your hard-earned money to these companies, and they're going off and they're donating a portion of your money to places like Planned Parenthood and places that want to take your guns away. This is what it's come to. Patriot Mobile is not like that. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. By the way, they have the broadest nationwide coverage. They use the same towers as all the major carriers. So you're going to get the same great service. Plus, they have plans to fit any budget. They've got a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, which, by the way, is a big deal. I don't know if you've called customer service lately. Um, I know Elijah has a story that he uh, <laughs> he was just telling us off air about customer service. Let me just put it to you this way. Customer service is a really big deal these days, and Patriot Mobile has you covered there as well. Uh, you got to go to patriotmobile.com slash news. Get free activation with the offer code news. They've also got special discounts for veterans and first responders. Support a company that loves America and shares your traditional family values at patriotmobile.com slash news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. Uh, Various Democratic politicians, including several governors, called for New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's resignation uh, today and yes, I'm sorry, today and yesterday uh, in light of, of course, the state attorney's report, this investigative report that just dropped yesterday. We covered it on the show. It is bad. It is bad for Andrew Cuomo. By the way, not just the uh, investigator's office, but also the people who were making these complaints about Andrew Cuomo. They're all Democrats, right? So this is a Democrat-led investigation. Democrats coming forward, telling their stories. What what was it? 79,000 pieces of evidence. I mean, there was a lot that was uncovered here. Uh, But Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, Connecticut Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee declared in their statement, we are appalled at the findings of the independent investigation by the New York Attorney General. Governor Cuomo should resign from office. This, of course, comes after uh, Joe Biden himself called for him to resign. Mm -hmm. Nancy Pelosi called for him to resign. So far, I guess I need to say as of the time of this taping, because who knows what what could transpire between now and within the next hour. But um, so far, He's he's staying in and he's like, I I didn't I didn't do anything. I I never touched anyone inappropriately. What are you talking about? I just I just touch people on the faces. This is what we do in the the whole country. I learned it from my mama, my mama, my daddy. (laughs) Crazy. This is not news to me because, you know, we fight trafficking. And so at the stroke of midnight, 2020, this governor released yeah. known pedophiles out of prison into the streets of New York when the ball drops, literally, mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. And today, if you're a sex offender, you go in, you walk in, you get fingerprinted, you walk out. You get a date to appear that nobody's appearing. Mm-hmm. And when guys do these kind of things, they are part of the problem. This is why I can say Newsom is part of the problem. Watch, just watch, you'll see. Watch something, something's gonna come, right? This guy needs to fall out. We impeached a president with no evidence, twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 79,000 pieces of evidence, live witnesses, and this guy's still sitting there. Mm-hmm. Andrew Kavanaugh's children went through Brett. hell on, oh, sorry, Brett Kavanaugh. Sorry, Brett Kavanaugh's children went through hell on earth mm-hmm. because their father was no evidence. 79,000 pieces of evidence, and this guy's still in the office? That's a disgrace. Well, uh, you know, you know I'm what asking else? New Yorkers, you need to go and take your city back 
and run this guy out of office. What else is a disgrace, Colonel, is mm-hmm. that this is a man who his executive order sent elderly people to their deaths in nursing homes. And not only did he do that, but he went back and covered it up. His office engaged in covering it up so that they didn't have to report the numbers. That wasn't enough. The media still gave him an international Emmy. Now, all of a sudden, I guess he's become (laughs) too much of a liability. And finally, they're like, all right, we can't protect this guy anymore. He's an absolute pride. But just think about it. It was a year ago when all of them were hailing him as the best governor in the United States of America, future president. I mean, this guy is is on track. And now look at him. So it's embarrassing. Now, again, just you know what I'm thinking. If this were a Republican governor. Yes. Oh, slaughter. It'd be Armageddon for him. But but this is less. Absolutely. As Yako just brought up, this shows the duplicitous hypocrisy and the arrogance of officialdom Mm -hmm. that you have to have all of these people coming out and saying that, Governor, you need to resign. He's still not going to do it. Yeah, I, I feel like, Elijah, that the, you know, you, you hear, you heard from Nancy Pelosi, you heard from Joe Biden, you heard from all of these people. I have a hard time believing that they didn't know that that was, that oh. this is who the governor was, right? It's like, you guys don't actually care that he did these things. You just now know that everyone else knows. Mm-hmm. And you have to call on him to resign. 100%. And being from California, a place also not tough on crime, I came to the conclusion a long time ago that when the government stops being tough on crime, that's because it's being run by criminals. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard to be tough mm-hmm. on, on yourself, it's right? When you, when you can look yeah. in the mirror every time someone does something horrible, you're like, eh, I get it. Blocking you know, <laughs> I do that too. So, so yeah. it's interesting, you know, with, with, with New York changing, you know, it's bail reform and all the issues yeah. that... Wow, the people running there, the the state and the city, et cetera, these are all criminals too. And I always say you have to be a criminal to run for the government in Chicago or New York like, or, or in, uh, in Illinois or anywhere like that. Like these places run like the mob. And so what's crazy is, is that Cuomo, they were so arrogant and so prideful to think that this stuff would not surmount to everything that I want to say. This shows that God is real, that there is no man above yeah. the truth, that no. what is done in secret will be shown in the light. And I think men get cocky, and that's what the Democrats are doing. Because they've been successful at grabbing power, they go, well, nobody can take me down. Well, God can take you down. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that God still loves this country. I believe he loves the people. People are praying for New York. They're praying for the country. And I'm going to say that we're praying for the women of the country. We're praying for uh, sexual absolutely. purity in the nation. And so this man, he was a sexual predator who's coming out there. And there's a big difference with a man making an innuendo. That's what he's trying to pass it off like. Oh, I just commented on her breasts or something. And it's like, (laughs) okay, well, first of all, your governor shouldn't do that anyways. Brother, you have... Countless Violet. people. This wasn't a one-time. This wasn't a one-time. No. I that was a yes. we miscommunicated. This is I. This is this is the weirdest excuse for sexual assault to just say I've done it to everybody. It's like <laughs> yeah. young, and it's old, not, yeah. black, yeah. white. I'm what not discriminatory yeah. when I sexually harass people. Yeah, you and it's everyone. not just him though. His brother blocked for him. Yeah. Yes. Okay. His yeah. brother and criminal news network right (laughs) blocked for him okay and they and they knew about it and that the same network that allowed the guy to come back on tv who was doing a sexual act when he on zoom yeah. Yes. yes. Jonathan Tobin. Yep. See, it, like I say, the the light comes out. And they yeah. said we all do it too. Do you remember that? I remember reading an article that was like, it was like we've all been there. And I was reading, uh, I was like, no, never no, masturbated so in front of my coworkers. <laughs> no. And also, they're like, but he, he thought the Zoom call was off. I was like, when I have coworkers, like that's it's, never it's, happened. Nope. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not normal. My hands um, aren't down there when yeah. I'm like no. with, with no. my coworkers. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Yako. Oh it, my goodness. When we accidentally yeah. sexually assault like 1,200 people, we'll like, see, like yeah. what? Yeah. See, the thing is that. We knew for all those years about Bill Clinton. Yeah. 
but yet he got away with it. And so I'm thinking that Cuomo thinks the exact same thing. Do you think he will? Uh, I think right now there's a lot of, you know, coming out and saying he needs to resign. But let's see what happens in about 72, 96 hours of the news cycle. Yeah, right. Then right. all of a sudden they'll just fall off. Yeah. yeah, it does. You the weekend's coming up and it'll die. They're, because they're clearly saying resign because they know they have to they say They have it. to say it. So once they stop getting asked the question, who's going to force the issue? Yeah, bad you have to be. For Nancy Pelosi <laughs> yeah. to call for your office. Yeah. I mean, come on. Can we just start there? I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it's so bad. But they always walk. People ask me, Yaku, is Ghislaine Maxwell going to play? I go, no, she's not. No. She's in New York. Look at her. Do you think they took her there by chance? No. They yeah. cover for the pedophiles and the sexual predators mm-hmm. in this country. So you mentioned uh, earlier Chris Cuomo and CNN and their, kind of their role in this. Let's get into that after the break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bambi. So if you are running a business, HR issues, you know this. HR issues can be a total nightmare. You can have wrongful termination suits. You have minimum wage requirements. And you've got a ton of labor regulations because big government, big daddy government, doesn't make it easy for you you to run a small business. By the way, HR manager salaries are not cheap. They're like $70,000 a year. Uh, so Bambi was created specifically for you, the small business owner. You will get an HR manager. They can craft your HR policy, maintain all of your compliance for $99 a month. Now, I always say this, I'm not great at math, but I'm pretty sure $99 a month is way cheaper than $70,000 a year. All right, Bambi will change your HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. You can talk to your HR manager by phone, email, real-time chat, whatever you prefer. They can do onboarding. They can do terminations. They can customize your policies to fit your business. Let you focus on why you got into business, which is to make the money, okay? You can go to Bambi.com. Make sure that you realize this is completely, there's no contracts. You can cancel anytime, but you're not going to want to because they're going to help you make that money. Go to Bambi.com slash matters to schedule a free HR audit now. That is Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E.com slash matters. So we, you mentioned, Yako, before the break, uh, that Chris Cuomo, Didn't CNN... Didn't mean to jump the story, sorry. No, you're good, you're good. Um, so CNN is obviously in this weird conflict of interest uh, probe when they look at this investigation, when you look at the report, when you look at all of the things that they've uncovered, you've got their brother, who, by the way, I tweeted yesterday, and I was like... Hey, Chris, I just wanted to say I hope today is a really horrible day for you because you have been enabling your brother who has sent patients to nursing homes to their death and uh, also tried to cover for all of his sexual harassment. And I just wanted to say I hope that this is a really horrible day for you. So um, you got to believe that it was uh, right. So he often received, apparently, Chris Cuomo, confidential and often privileged information about some of the women charging his brother with sexual harassment. He looked to protect the governor and, quote, found ways not to believe his accusers. This is all according to the report put forth by the Democratic uh, AG in New York. They also reproduced a text message from one of the governor's alleged victims complaining about uh, CNN's pro Cuomo coverage. Um, But I mean, he went in, he crafted statements for his brother, Mm -hmm. uh, denials for his brother. Uh, Let's see, exhibit 
70 of the report's second appendix includes the text of an email written by Chris Cuomo on February 28th. And then he has the comment. And then later, shortly after, a couple hours later, it was posted on the governor's website. And, you know, it's like, the I do it with everyone. Come on. What are you talking about? And it's meant to convey warmth. What are you talking about? So Chris Cuomo was involved in all of these things. I believe at the same time that he's like yucking it up with his brother with a giant Q-tip. I was about to say CNN. that. Yeah. Right. I was about to remind people of the Q-tip. Remember, the getaway driver goes to jail with the That's guy right. that holds the shotgun inside the bank. I mean, okay? you'd like to believe. Yeah. You'd, so, you'd so, like to believe. And, so sorry. But, and then you got to go deeper. Who at CNN knew? Right. Okay, because mm-hmm. there's a long history of them blocking for this kind of mm-hmm. behavior, too. Mm-hmm. So, no, Chris Cuomo is complicit. He, he, he covered, misused his position as a, he's not a news reporter. As a propaganda, well, a hired gun for the a left. Journalist, yeah. Journalist. What are you he, talking about? He, he couldn't find journalist in the dictionary, okay? <laughs> well, that's probably true. Yeah. Uh, but so you have him completely covering Absolutely. for his brother, total conflict of interest, um, except when things get really bad and then he comes out and says, uh, listen. I can't cover what's going on with my brother in the news because it would be a conflict of interest for me to cover my brother at all, even though he just spent after you've had months. Your hand, I just crafted right. the he spent yeah. months, yeah. months yucking it up with him, portraying him as America's governor, the love gov, and now all of a sudden he can't report on it, and then Absolutely. you see he's been involved in well, all. Well, he's an, he's an accomplice. He's mm-hmm. aiding and abetting, and if there is a civil suit. I would not be surprised if he were not named in that civil suit as well, because he was an enabler. And just like you said, the the guy that drives a gun, I mean, drives the car in the getaway. Hey, you're you're just as guilty. Yeah. You enabled that crime. Which, by the way, you mentioned a civil suit. I think I saw I'm trying to find I think I saw a tweet earlier that that there is a criminal uh investigation there we go westchester district attorney to launch an inquiry into potential criminal conduct by new york governor cuomo uh elijah can you get like get off your phone for a second and i'm sorry i had an emergency that was going on okay are you good yeah okay all right um so uh, cuomo you've got chris covering for him You've got CNN uh, completely engaged in this conflict of interest. Are they going to ever pay for all of these? No, nobody's ever going to give accountability about anything in this country. We're past the point where there's ever going to be for the pandemic. I think, I think even today, um, I saw that the Biden administration has decided that China should never pay retribution yes. for, for the pandemic mm-hmm. because why would we ask them for reparations? We need to get reparations from the white people for slavery of people who were never slaves before we get reparations from a country that literally killed our citizens and a lot of people who were alive today. And so I just don't think there's any accountability. I think the government's gone rogue. and I think these people are all in on it. And I don't think there's anything that's going to happen in this country to anyone who deserves retribution from the government itself because it's because it's run by corrupt people. The uh, networks are run by the by corrupt individuals. You find out everybody's someone's brother or cousin, somebody's or from the intelligence yeah. agency. Everyone was somebody's director or boss from the CIA yeah. or the FBI. Right. And so I think we're just gonna we're looking at the place where as a people, and again, don't confuse me for calling for revolution or from this. I just meant there was a time too when people lived in the United Kingdom and went, this government is just I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. And people have done that before. They went like, this is just beyond broken. I got to go somewhere new. Unfortunately, the world is pretty well colonized. I don't know where you would go, but I think <laughs> yeah, that's, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. No, we don't want to go nowhere. We just want to take it back. That's right. what needs to happen yeah. is to take back. This is this is where spine has to align again. Backbone, the plumb line, the biblical plumb line has to come in. 
But just, just to your point, yeah, no, the accountability is going to have to come from the states. And this is why uh, the governors are governors and, and county commissioners and school superintendents. It's about taking back these positions that mm -hmm. actually affect your life. And getting governors like Abbott out. All right, we've got to yes. take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> got that in there. All right, before we go, uh, I want to make sure everyone knows, as we mentioned, you are running for governor. We yeah. do obviously need a new governor. Uh, those of you who think that Abbott has done a great job throughout all this have not been paying attention. Uh, but please tell everyone where sure. they can support your campaign, find out more about it. Uh, it is West, the number four, Texas.com, West4Texas.com. And I really appreciate that, Sarah. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, Thanks. please, I, if anyone is uh, more on board uh, on getting Abbott out, I would like to know who they are because that's, it's, I have been, it's, it got to the point where I was just trolling him on Twitter. I'd be like, every single time he would tweet something, I'd be like, and the stupid mask mandate and the stupid, ma it didn't matter if it was, if that's what it was about. I just, I'm so sick of him. And I'm, quite honestly, I'm sick of his, the way that his office has handled talking about everything as if he wasn't completely unconstitutionally mandating all of these things he shouldn't have been doing before. Make sure to also catch Yakubuyans, host of the Yakubuyans show uh, on all of social media, as well as Elijah Schaefer, host of Slightly Offensive. And also don't forget to find You Are Here on YouTube and subscribe. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.